0: Welcome back to Right up Podcast. I'm Tom Casadega. Joined as always by the Right Hook himself, Right up Ray. Ray, how the hell are you doing today?
1: Good, man. Not too bad. Another lovely day in paradise and another steady week of good stuff in the world of wrestling and probably life. Um, uh, feeling a little psychedelic with some stuff (laughs) Uh a lot of things that I'm I'm clearly I'm not in the right state to understand apparently (laughs) So,
0: you're a punny motherfucker (laughs) punny motherfucker (laughs) so with that being said let's get to it you can shave your puns (laughs) with the lawnmower 4.0 over at Manscaped go to manscaped.com use code right hook and get 20% off your order shipped right to your door. That's free shipping. 20% off to your door. Manscaped.com. Code right hook.
1: So yeah, if you want to feel like you're 10 feet tall, go to manscaped.com and get all get all your fresh goodness. And use that code right hook to get the 20% off and your free shipping sent straight to your door. Thanks to our lovely, lovely sponsors at Manscaped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get started right there. Tonight, AEW Grand Slam is in the air. We have the uh, finals of the, what they call it, the Champions Tournament, if that was what it was called.
1: It's something like that. They put too many words in their titles for things. <laughs>
0: the champions of champions yeah
1: the champions of champions of the galaxy of guardians universe (laughs) like
0: like fucking whatever (laughs) (laughs) at least i'm not alone with the goofy names no just too
1: much too much just simple simple i don't know why that's so complicated (laughs)
0: yeah tonight we have the final jericho and moxley
1: who you got right um as much as I know Moxley's the heart and soul, I'm picking Danielson just because it's time. Um, oh, and, I said
0: Jericho Moxley. Yeah. Oh um, technically,
1: technically, Jericho is going for a title that yeah. he's never yeah. held, but I'm going with Danielson. Um, you did fix my botch. You were just going to roll with it. You set up the
0: pitch.
1: Because it, it, like took me, it took me a second to catch it. I was like, oh, okay. All right. I kind of got what it, I. I, I Okay, I got you. But yeah,
0: like, uh, but I'm
1: picking Danielson just cuz it's it needs to happen. It should have happened already. And if I can if I can attempt to think like Tony Khan and some of the AEW faithful, the symmetry of Danielson being champion after Punk leaves or is not champion anymore, you can kind of keep that little thread line going because the first time Punk leaves ROH, Danielson becomes a champion. After Punk leaves WWE, Danielson becomes a champion. After, so why not kind of keep that like quote unquote angle going?
0: Well, actually, the, uh, I don't mean to be that historian correctee, but no,
1: please ch- do because I'm I feel a little foggy about the ROH thing.
0: No WWE even. CM Punk was WWE champion. Daniel Bryan was world heavyweight champion. They took the nah. iconic photo with everybody. and Oh, game.
1: yeah, with all the people who were fired to let go of.
0: That's right. <laughs> so they wrestled each other that year at Night of Champions and champion versus champion match. Do you remember that? Yeah.
1: So I just – it seems the right move. And for, I guess, my selfish reason, it gives, it gives Moxley an out to just go home and recharge the battery – Cause I'm, cause I'm sure he's probably starting to hit E on on his tank, and yeah, with certain circumstances, you know, he's stepping up. But you also don't want him to bottom out because that'll make that'll make things crater a lot quicker.
0: That's what I was saying. Wasn't he supposed to be on his vacation to begin with? Anyway? From what
1: I read, after the whole blow up, he was supposed to take I don't remember how many months, but he was supposed to take a pretty decent. Time off and to just be husband, dad, and recharge the batteries, and then everything happened, and it was all hands on deck.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I did read Melter's thing today over in the Observer, and when somebody asked about what's going on with the update, why AW oh, Matt Cardona just liked the post I sent him on Instagram. Nice, awesome. yes. Um, we talk about wrestling figures, I told you about that. Mm-hmm. Boys talk about wrestling figures together. Shout out to Mac Cardona. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. Um (laughs) that threw me off. Where was I? Help me out.
1: Um, you were talking about Melzer was giving an update on why nothing's been informed. And I'm assuming it's about the obvious elephant in the room.
0: Yeah, you saved me. I'm so sorry. Um, but no, elephants. He was talking about why AEW had mistaken read somebody's question. Like one of the observer, much like people who donate, always can ask questions, and uh, they asked like why A W hasn't personally made a statement on it, and he said because now legalities are involved on both sides. So I don't know if both sides, and he didn't specify both sides as in Punk and the Bucks, or A W and Punk, or A W Bucks, or you know he did some kind specify. of
1: combination.
0: Yeah. But there's definitely a combination of legality, like legal teams that are on and already in place and all everything's something's going down. <clears throat> That's why they can't make a statement. And he said he don't see it happening anytime soon. And that was just kind of the end of it. And
1: what do you think about that? Um, not surprised considering the parties involved. Um, not surprised at that at all. Uh, punks always seem to be up for a good, a good battle in court. Um, again, I don't know much about the Bucks, but I, but, but but they seem, when it comes to business aspect, that they would be the same way. Um, Kenny, I don't know because he's just a fucking oddball, and Tony seems to live live through his legal team when it comes Man. to these kind of things.
0: They updated their uh, status to uh, like, uh, the one was suspended AF and the other <laughs> one was only God knows where we are, something like that. And uh, Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. And then Kenny showed up on the scanning for that game on G4 and he had the bite mark from a steel in his fucking forearm, but then you hear more of the other side of the story that comes out. Like, if six grown men stormed into your fucking dressing room with your crippled wife,
1: your- <laughs> yep, your injured or your hobbled wife, a dog, and your best friend who's at the time towards bi- tr- tricep. Wow, I'm saying bicep. So you're gonna
0: go in nuts too. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah help the fucking friend who needs you and it's crazy to me i i just it's a whole situation that came so fast
1: that yeah it happened quickly and you just have the wrong personalities involved and they don't know how to handle this kind of shit and emotions are high and this is exactly what you get um, this is exactly what everyone should have expected to be the outcome and
0: it's it's sad because I wish they could have all just continued to get along like I thought that they
1: were everything was going, you know. Same. Or 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 at least if anything, have that powwow meeting where you guys hash things out and just do to use a great line from Triple H, do what's best for business. Especially especially over there
0: right now. Yeah, that would have if they were able to turn this and turn it. I'm sorry, I'm writing the book, but yeah, if they were able to turn this and turn it into a fucking work. That would be the fucking Mm Disney's. That would be probably one of their biggest money draws that they had. Like if they had something crazy happen out of the clear blue, oh yeah, I could totally see that. Like, I'm not saying in the exact form of, but if imagine if they have the Bucks come back and then Punk fucking jumps the rail and starts beating the shit out of Bucks, and they have to like be pulled apart by security and stuff.
1: That would be something that that honestly would make some noise and and would blur the lines, which I could see Tony wanting to try to do.
0: The shock value. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, something like that would be pretty fucking cool. Just a thought. But next category, like I was saying, you know, tonight's Grand Slam. Um, The card for Grand Slam, you know, with we just went over the world title match. Other than that, tonight you said it's only five matches.
1: Five matches, which I find funny that they're trying to trim down the card the way someone likes to keep their card around the five, six mark (laughs) to get to basically get all your shit in (laughs) or, or, you know, the or at least the important shit in.
0: And we know who he's talking about. Yeah, I, I kind
1: of I I find the irony in that, which is not which is not a bad thing to copy because it clearly works. <laughs> it fucking works. You shouldn't okay. get anything like, like All out should be two shows, not one big fucking show.
0: Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have my tea hat hanging up up here now.
1: So. Um, where were we? Oh, the tag titles. Yes. Um, we can safely. I think we can both say that, like, tonight they kind of right the wrong from all out and just put a claim over and give them the
0: titles, right? If the crowd is hot, if the crowd is bigger or same as it was, yeah, then they have to pull the trigger. If it's not and they're not on the acclaimed side, which I don't see happening, then, of course,
1: you know, like to... like I, I don't see a scenario where they come out, the music hits, and once Bowens does the whole scissor me daddy ass thing, that place is not gonna explode. They they, they gotta do this tonight. That they have to write the one well one of many uh blemishes from 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 All Out Sunday is definitely that tag match.
0: Yeah, I mean like I said, I would <laughs> I would absolutely love To see that happen. Would I be surprised if something fuckery happened and after, say they even do lose, but after they lose, Swerve turns on Lee or even the vice versa and Lee turns on Swerve.
1: I think that would be more, a lot more spicy if Keith Lee turns on Swerve, because it's kind of obvious that Swerve has the treats to be the, to be the heel But if you get Keith Lee to do it, that'll be interesting. (laughs) That would be. Just a heel, Keith Lee just sounds fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. Like the intellectual heel.
1: The intellectual, I'm smarter than you. uh, And like, you know, he could speak the way he likes to and not have to and like not have his balls busted for it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for anything to elevate Keith goddamn Lee because he should be on he should be on the other side of the fence, but he's not. So let's make the best of it because you clearly got to steal. I
0: don't know if I had showed you this. I don't think I did. I have a new poster for the office here.
1: Hmm. Oh, you got a rumble ninety-two poster. Hell yeah.
0: How dope is that?
1: Pretty badass. So
0: that's going to be part of the uh, revamp of The Office here. Sorry, the people at home who don't don't get to see this on video. It's Royal Rumble 92 when they're all walking down the street. Hmm. All the superstars from the WWF. Hmm. Flair with a tear in my eye. The greatest moment of my life. But other matches tonight, women's title.
1: Uh, the women's title. It's a four-way: Tony Storm, Serena Deeb, Athena, Britt Baker. Um, I think it's a safe bet. Storm Storm retains, and Hater comes out and causes Britt the match the way Britt caused her the match. They further that along. Um, don't get why Athena's put into this title picture after getting beat by jade and how jade is not even making a single appearance tonight on dynamite is mine is just baffling but whatever and serena Deev should be a champion but it's probably not going to be here
0: yeah what the fuck ended up happening with, remember how they used to defend the roh women's title and shit all the time on like Dynamite? And- kind
1: of went silent Last I last we knew was from what the pay-per-view when it was Mercedes retained it. Yep. So it's just kind of went into the ether.
0: That's so funny. But what other matches tonight there, Chief?
1: Fortunately, we got pack and Orange Cassidy for the all-Atlantic continental, whatever title. Does um, Orange Cassidy win? I oh I hope not. Just leave it on pack, but I can definitely see, Congrats. based on last week, as much as this turns my stomach and makes me violently ill, I could see him pulling off the upset and setting up something with Ethan Page, so Ethan Page can can fulfill his destiny and win the all and win the All Atlantic title for Canada and help out the firm start their process of like getting gold. So. I'm not going to put it past them to finally do the unthinkable and put a freaking belt on this idiot, but it's, i I'm not putting it past Tony. I'm not putting it past him. I if won't put it
0: past him. He I guarantee you he's going to do what he used to do in the Indies. He used to drag it behind him. Of course he did. He wouldn't wear it on his shoulder or nothing. He would like just kind of like care, you know, like drag it behind him, like a kid would like a little wagon, you know, and he would just drag it along. And they would just kind of like chuck it up into the ring when he got in. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, just off that, they're probably going to do that and set up him and Ethan Page, and then Page can hopefully conquer it and bring a bring a title to the firm, and maybe you do something to freshen up this stupid best friends group that's just putrid and awful. But they probably won't.
0: They're over as fuck
1: with all the like the uh, the sh- faithful. Yeah. And then the last one on the card, which it could start. It could have started the show. It might be a good middle part for the right. ROH World Championship. Claudio Casagnoli versus Chris Jericho, where if Chris wins, he will get the one title he's never held, which would be very interesting to see this incarnation of Chris Jericho hold a Ring of Honor title, not, not the Chris Jericho that would have been more appropriate to carry it at the time that's
0: what makes it even kind of interesting in my eyes because i'm gonna come at it real quick um roh getting this reboot what better way to have a name for their champion than chris fucking jericho
1: i never thought of it that way i never thought of that angle
0: you know what i mean like they're able to promote it like look at our world champion chris jericho you know like you go about it that way and that helps you get off the ground of your new relaunch of this ROH brand trying
1: to build. I don't know. I I never thought of it that way. I also just don't want to make Claudio feel like a transition champion as if it was like, Hey, you're not working on the other side. Here goes this championship that everyone knows that you should have. And Oh, switching up, we got to now put it on. we, we We don't have to put it on a bigger name. We have to put it on a bigger name to somehow get us some kind of special deal to get this show on television by, like, I'm assuming the end of the year, if not start of the year, depending on how business works.
0: Yeah, I I, I didn't think of it that way. You know, I didn't look at it that deep into it of, you know, it being him it as a transitional champion. Um, yeah, that is kind of fucked because it puts you in that spot. Uh, I don't know. What would you do? What would you do with the belt on Jericho or would you keep it on Claudio?
1: I would keep it on Claudio, but somehow find a way to keep Jericho in that picture. Cause it doesn't seem like the always world championship title pictures that that set in stone. And you can find a way to have Jericho chase a major title and it not be the aw world title but it will be a major title that technically he's never had and then that could help you get something get some traction going as far as hopefully getting this on a streaming service or, or some small network or whatever the plan is because it doesn't sound like there's much of a plan right now which is really frustrating
0: see it's uh, other countries already have like you know Obviously, for other reasons, that they can't watch everything live. But they have things like AEW Plus and things like that over in other countries. You know? And that's kind of, you know, awesome to see in hopes that we get something like that. Over here, but we don't know if we'd be with HBO Max or they would end up just using the TNT app. Because when they do the TNT and TBS apps, like on my Roku... And you go to the channel and you log in through your cable provider, and you know you go back. It only has X amount of episodes. It doesn't take you the entire catalog. Do you get what I'm trying to say. Which was the-
1: which was like promised. Whenever all this unraveled, was what what was that? What was that? A lot of the vault from from that golden era and period would be available, and I'm assuming that's not happening for legal reasons or whatever the fuck it just it it doesn't make the purchase in that impactful because a lot of people wanted the ring of honor stuff back to go back and look at that golden period that everyone talks about but no one really saw
0: see i think there's still the roh app if i'm not mistaken
1: that has everything that has the full the full vault
0: yeah i'm not mistaken into that um yeah i might have to look into that then yeah i have a good bit of roh on dvds that's why i didn't get rid of any of my dvds of my wrestling collection because of reasons like that if i want to watch any of the back catalog of roh i can watch a good bit of it. um at least the important matches i guess i should say because i got a lot of the collections as well um the best of CM Punk collection. I've talked to you about that, that I have the best of AJ Styles collection that I have. We talked about that. That's why I kept them all. Cause if anything were to ever happen like this, where the, you know, the catalog might be tied up here or, you know,
1: there's chunks of it here, chunks of it there, chunks of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of sort of like the, kind of like the Memphis wrestling, how it's sums on prime and some's on YouTube, but but it's not the entire thing because multiple parties have had it or lost it or used it or taped over it so you don't have the full history of Memphis wrestling. Yep.
0: You are exactly correct on that. And that's the sad thing about all that is because it's exactly what it comes down to, how you just said about it being lost footage and might have been taped over or you know ruined or whatever the fuck it may end up being. There's a lot of good wrestling footage that, you know, we're lucky that we still even have, you know, that was in the brief bound, like randomly mentioned. I know you like good match, Bret Hart and Tom McGee.
1: Mm-hmm. Watching that. I have, I, I've i seen highlights. I've never watched the full match, but, but I am aware that it's out there like, okay. Like a guilty pleasure of mine. Whenever I'm in a mood or a grumpy mood or negative on wrestling I'll go on daily motion and I think I still have the list on I might have had it on my old phone and and, and not my new one the full accurate date list of all the dynamite kid and tiger Mask match watches or matches and I'll just watch those in order because yes. that is a absolute fucking masterpiece that if WWE or AEW had nothing to show and they just showed those matches now they probably would be highly rated matches or like highly televised segments in some way, shape, or form. Because because those because those that whole series is timeless.
0: Yeah, I I uh I don't know. I, I've only watched a few of Dynamite and Tiger Mask, to be
1: honest with you. Like I know there's off the top of my head, I believe there's eight matches seven matches and 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 then I know there's one for WWWF at Madison Square Garden and I think that's one of the earlier matches and then everything else is Japan but yeah those matches are great and I know there's one there's one match where it, it's funny there's a young Bret Hart in Dynamite's corner being this random corner man it's just it's weird it's funny but weird
0: that's pretty awesome, though. That is.
1: It's like a young Bret Hart with the stringy hair, a uh, corner man's towel, like you know the old boxer sweats, and he's just coming out and and, and is just doing like his whole Mickey to Rocky thing for Dynamite.
0: Fucking it. <laughs> that old Stampede videos are wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have the Hart DVDs, and they have a bunch of those random matches on there. Insane. Insane. Freezing barn. You see people standing around the ring. They're blowing.
1: Blowing the cold air. (laughs)
0: Yeah. But I'll tell you what, man. I don't know. I saved the good breed of, like I said, my variety of wrestling collection for that exact reason.
1: Like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. For the past, like, like ever since the purchase, I've really been wanting to find like American Wolves versus Kings of Wrestling. The Davy Richards Tyler Black match, just peak Davy Richards American Wolves because that's one of my favorite tag teams ever. And just that time period of those matches were so good. Like I would do anything to just see those again, or see or go back to the origin of of Steen and uh, Steen and Generico and watch how that unravels and unfolds, and they have all those crazy fucking matches.
0: I just grabbed this one here, okay? Final Battle 2009, okay? And it's a, I got two pay-per-views on one set here. You get Final Battle 09, and you get Eye of the Storm 2. Well, here's a couple matches. You got the American Wolves versus Mark and Jay, the Briscoe Brothers. Ooh, that
1: fucking sounds
0: good. Right? Especially back in the day. Tyler Black versus Austin Aries for the ROH world title.
1: much as Austin Aries is a prick, okay.
0: Jack Evans versus Teddy Hart.
1: That's car crash reality TV interesting.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Roderick Strong versus Kenny King.
1: I fuck Kenny King, but Roderick Strong is Roderick Strong, so it should be a
0: match. Eddie Kingston versus Chris Hero.
1: That would be a motivated Chris Hero, right?
0: Damn.
1: Yep. I'm in. I'm in on that. And shout-outs to Chris Hero. I miss him so much. Oh, I miss yeah. him. And if I, if I can find the best of Nigel's matches from Ring of Honor, I would buy it today. I don't care how much it would cost. Because <laughs> okay. Nigel was fucking great. I love Nigel McGinnis.
0: So the next match here is uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico. Versus yep. the Young Bucks.
1: All right. That got a lot of PWG vibe, but all right. But at that time.
0: Here we go. Fatal Four Way. Claudio Castronoli. Kenny Omega. Colt Cabana. And Rhett Titus.
1: Interesting. <laughs> it's yeah. an interesting combination.
0: Hell yeah. And then the other card over here, you have Colt Cabana versus Chris Hero. And then you got Kevin Steen and El, Generic, El Generico versus Eric Steven and Bison Smith, Kenny Omega versus Rhett Titus. And then you have Roderick Strong versus Tyler Black. And then American Wolves and Alex kozlovs versus Rocky Romero. Yeah, Rocky Romero and the and the Briscoes. Could not get that out that as a tongue concern. It's a uh, rather decent card, if I do say so myself.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty pretty rock solid. And to
0: think, the belts that they have on the cover are the belts that they're using now in ROH. Yeah, oh I my God! Can see
1: that the I can see the the one tag
0: title, <laughs> but. Yeah, I have a few of them here, man. It's pretty I don't know, pretty awesome. Like I have Daniel Bra- uh, wow. Brian Danielson, Nigel McGuinness, you know, the epic encounter main event.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: yeah. Told you, man. I didn't play around when I fucking collected my wrestling. Yeah. Pretty good matches on here as well. World tag team titles, Austin Aries and Roderick Strong versus B.J. Whitner and Samoa Joe, Hulk Cabana and Davey Richards versus Saul Ronaldo and Jimmy Rave, Christopher Daniels versus Claudio, Homicide versus Jimmy Jacobs, the Briscoes versus Irish Airborne, and then, of course, their main event, two out of three falls, Brian Danielson and Nigel McGinnis. Two out of three falls for the world title. That's when he's wearing that regal gear,
1: too. That's right. and It will be around the time he, 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 he's wearing the regal trunks. Yep.
0: Yeah. Then I have here the race to the top, and it's a tournament night, too. And it's the $10,000 eight-man match. Uh, Brian Danielson, Austin Aries, Mark Briscoe, Nigel McGinnis. Matt Seidel, Roderick Strong, Jay Briscoe, and Delirious. And then there's the six man mayhem match. And it's BJ Whitmer, Eric Stevens, Kevin Steen, Matt Cross, Jigsaw, and Hala Wicked. And then there's second round matches Claudio Castagnoli versus Mike Quackenbush, Jack Evans versus Brent Albright, Davey Richards versus, I don't even know how you would say that, Pele Priamo. And then El Generico versus Chris Hero. And then plus your semi-matches and your tournament final matches, because they don't want to spoil the pay-per-view on the bat. Yeah. But it's everything right there. Race to the top, tournament night, too. Yeah. I have some other stuff here, but I don't want to keep talking mm-hmm. everybody's head off with ROH DVDs, I mm-hmm. think. Um... Yeah, I have some other really good ones. Like I said here, I have champions versus all stars. Mm-hmm. That'll be the last one I'll tell you about. Right here.
1: Okay. Pretty
0: decent. Um you want me to read the matches? Yeah, sure.
1: Guys? Bang it out. Bang it out. Then we can go on to our next thing. <laughs> here
0: we go. The Kings of Wrestling versus <laughs> The Kings of Wrestling versus the Briscoe brothers. Oh my god. Yeah. Versus Davey Richards and El Generico.
1: That's in Wow, okay.
0: Yeah. And then you got Kenny King, Kyle O'Reilly, Cole Cabana versus Caprice Coleman. Steve Carino versus Caleb Conley. Homicide versus Rhett Titus. And then Adam Cole versus the prodigy Mike Bennett. And then night two over there you have the champions versus all-star match which is pretty much everybody that fought the night before on teams when you have world champion Roderick Strong, TV champion Christopher Daniels, and the tag team champions of the Kings of Wrestling versus Davey Richards, El Generico, and the Briscoe Brothers in the champions versus All-Star match.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: (laughs) Fucking A (laughs) right. Yeah, that's this pay-per-view. Yeah, but that was our ROH Classic Rundown.
1: Yep. stroll down memory friends. lane. Yeah. but That'll uh, be it for Grand Slam. It's going on as we speak. I think we're about almost an hour into it. Eight, four, I haven't nine. heard much of anything, which probably is a good thing. But, you know, that usually usually happens. And uh, to do a quick little update. Here we go. Yeah, and and it looks like oh whoa that didn't happen. What the fuck? Sorry, people. Um, looks like the acclaim one. Very nice. The acclaim one. There was a big celebration. Big celebration with confetti and fanfare um so good so good for them to making it right making it right with the acclaim um so that's a cool moment there the crowd goes crazy they're showing all the reactions because of the acclaim they've win they finally win the titles that's awesome I think the next thing or the first match was the ROH title match, which is not surprising. And um, from what I'm gathering, it looks like Jericho, by Dirty Tactics, <laughs> won the match and how now has his eighth world title. Has his eighth world title and defeated Claudio and is the new ROH championship. I I believe. No fucking shit. Yeah. Um, long story short, Jericho brings in Floyd, Claudio blocks it. There's a distraction from Aubrey. Jericho low blows Claudio. Judas effect, one, two, three. Jericho's your ring of honor champion.
0: <laughs> Son of a bitch.
1: And there was a shockingly good reaction for it.
0: Didn't I just say that though? Yeah. How-
1: So Jericho's the new face of the ROH movement. The Acclaim won. Um, I think there was a little exchange after. Or no, there wasn't. I I thought there was an exchange. There wasn't. But there's a big celebration at the end with the Acclaimed. They get the the sparkling, the the confetti and all that shit. So that's been it so far that I've seen on the AEW Instagram that it's just been those two matches
0: all right now uh to move us right along then uh the white rabbit situation over in wwe
1: <laughs> uh, yeah let's let's uh <laughs> pun intended dive down this rabbit hole <laughs> right let's hear it okay um full disclosure I've never heard this song before. Oh, you I, I, I I probably have. I just got to hear it from where I probably have heard it before. Um
0: you buried yourself.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this reeks of Bray because Bray always does these really unique Easter egg puzzle, unsolved mystery things anytime he comes back with something. So this reeks of Bray, and I hope it is. And in a dream world, he goes back to what worked, and that's the Bayou cult leader, Hawaiian shirt thing. Firefly Funhouse worked, but you don't have to do that again. You go, just go back to what worked before, the hat, the lantern, the rocking chair, the goods. But Bray's also really creative, and this is probably some new thing that he's just fixated on if this is him. And there were little Easter eggs and references made on Raw, by by, like Alexa Bliss, who said the whole ten feet tall line thing, and yeah, there's there's just a lot of shit that reeks of Bray. Which, if he is coming back, I'm so happy because wrestling needs him back. Um, I don't think he makes his appearance on SmackDown because they did a whole nine twenty three thing at nine twenty three. I don't see that if he does make an appearance or makes his return it would be either extreme rules or probably survivor series at the end of war games. So I'm think it's Bray and maybe we get a new Wyatt family. Cause they're going to have to move away from that. Cause they're not going to find someone to duplicate the right hand man of Luke Harper. Cause Luke Harper did an excellent job with that. There's no way, there's no way you're going to find someone to duplicate that. So you're going to have to revamp the family. There is a world where maybe Braun Strowman can come back as kind of like the black sheep and you bring in a whole new group. I don't know who that is, but yeah, but it, it, it reeks of bread. I know people are really fixated on this carrying cross scenario. I, it doesn't make sense because he's been back now for two months. He's, he's technically been on a premium live event. (laughs) He's technically, well, great. Okay. He made, he made an appearance, at a premium live event, just throwing a fucking water bottle. But but the past two months, he's he's been pretty well established on television, so I don't get why giving him this would do anything more than what already is working. Why'd
0: you just steal my whole stance?
1: Oh, I didn't mean to because me and you were on the same page. I don't understand that. I, I I don't see it, but if Triple H has a blind spot or blind spots. There are two blind spots that Triple H has. It's Karrion Cross and Johnny Gargano. He will not quit them. He will die on those hills to prove that those guys are major players. And I wouldn't put it past him to overthink this and use this to work with Cross When the presentation works with him and Scarlett and doing this black and white shit, it works because it's simple. But I but I could see people trying to overcomplicate something simple because everyone does that in life. But go ahead, I will let you. Of devour you this. No, you, no, no, no. No, you, you say said, you, you said it way better than I do. You said it way better than I do. Than I do. Fuck on. You just said, <laughs> go ahead, I'm gonna let you
0: devour this after you literally just went word for word of what we talked about off air, of
1: exactly <laughs> what I said to you after you were like, Oh, I'm unsure about this. I, I'm, I'm not I'm brother, not bro. sure, but I'm not putting it past I the powers know. to be. And I'm not putting put it past fucking, trips, and then I'm not you putting it past trips every
0: word word for word about what i said about why would it even influence Cross? <laughs> because he's already been around you need you're like oh i didn't even think about that and then there I, you go <laughs> bit my shit and
1: then did, try to pass that, that was to not me. intentional i'm yes, sorry that right that right happened me, sucker <laughs> that did you not know. mean to i swear That's to the not that was not the plan that was not the plan yes, the the you, plan. Did.
0: yes you did no <laughs> sucker. <laughs> no sucker no there you have it, folks. Bite hook <laughs> ray.
1: No, no, I just.
0: No, uh, I'm I'm fucking with. You, no, dude. but again, it's, but it's just, just again, the I reason
1: fucking... why I'm on the fence with it is just because again. <laughs> I love you, motherfucker. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> every every booker or creator has like a blind spot. Like Tony Khan's blind spot is is unfortunately Orange Cassidy, Daniel fucking Garcia. Triple H's blind spots are Gargano and Cross, and he's hellbent. He's hellbent on proving the old man wrong that Karen Cross is a superstar and Gargano could be a superstar. Which sidebar <laughs> Gargano touching that briefcase Monday validates something I said two weeks ago to keep that in mind that there's a chance that he may that he may take that briefcase from theory. The, 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 there, is, there is a possibility now. They're constantly teasing at that shit.
0: What what do you think is going to happen with Theory under the Triple H reign?
1: My heart says business as usual and just and just keep picking up from where Vince was going, but my mind tells me that we might get some kind of an audible, and I don't understand why, because Theory seems to be a Triple H kind of guy or. Or you know, at least at least on at least on the surface would be, and I don't know if he's just not believing in him because he's too young, and and you know Triple H has seen how that's panned out with certain people, like a very young, immature, not ready Randy Orton,
0: or Drew McIntyre, or Drew
1: McIntyre even. And so I don't know if he's going to hold that against him, but I would like to think that Triple H would. Like, the Triple H would look at what Vince did before he left and be like, all right, Austin Theory was one thing that one thing that I can take and, take and work off of and not just tear down to the studs.
0: Well, my whole thing is this. he's been the joke ever since Triple H took over, literally.
1: That is true. He has been kind of just a punchline.
0: That boy has been embarrassed ever since Triple H took over. He had fucking Tyson Fury knock him out in fucking Wales just just because and it was what it was.
1: Yeah, so so far the new concept is that he's constantly failing the cash in, which doesn't
0: that's exactly what I mean. It doesn't
1: yeah. do well for him. <laughs> so, I don't know, I don't know if this Gargano feud is supposed to freshen that up and make him more serious and not such a punchline or but I I'm 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 going to lean towards positivity and say that Triple H will find a way to keep him in that picture and not totally make him a total joker.
0: I can dig it. I would hope, not because he has like it okay. It can either go it's 50-50. He could either be like as big as the next John Cena or he could be the next biggest flop. I totally agree with that. I guess it hangs in Triple H's hands. He's like, you know what I mean? The kid, he's built for it. I just don't, I don't know if Triple H feels that way we do, I guess would be what I'm trying to say.
1: That I can see. And that's unfortunately what the end result is going to be. It's going to come down to how he's utilized because physically and the mentality-wise, he 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 checks all the boxes. The only thing he doesn't have is age and experience, which shouldn't be held against him or anyone in in, in any of those kind of positions.
0: Yeah, you would think. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. I just it's a weird situation because, like I said, he went from being like that over arrogant little fucking annoying heel in everybody's business to just failing at everything now kind of like getting bullied by Gargano and you know, all that shit like that. But it seems like Gargano's thing might've even moved with American alpha. Did yeah.
1: Cause that? I know next week it's him and Owens against American alpha. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just, if that's just a security blanket to give, to give Johnny Gargano a, a really good dance partner to really, show him show like to show him off and show like how good he is in the ring and like try to keep everyone from noticing the obvious with Gargano.
0: What's what did he small? Yeah. Okay.
1: And obviously and obviously him him and Chad have just that organic in ring chemistry because it's professional wrestler with an amateur wrestler that actually knows what he's doing Owens and Otis will will obviously clearly be the big cannonballs to to level things out, but Gargano and Gable will will honestly at least put on something entertaining in ring, and that only helps Gargano's presentation.
0: Yeah. Well, I can
1: only agree with you on that. So because I'm because it, it's it's very clear. Once again, that just Triple H is he is handling this Gargano and Cross thing really hands on and delicately. Like he's doing everything he can to make sure no matter what happens, these guys come out of it better. Regardless of segment, promo, matches, he's doing his best to make sure that those two do not come out of it looking like shit.
0: Yeah. That's what he said. We were talking about that off air his guys. Yeah. And, yeah,
1: he, he is, once again, I, I think I said it like a little while ago, he is hell-bent, hell-bent determined to stick it to the old man that Gargano and Cross were something and can be something. Hell, yeah. And I also think he's only hell-bent on trying to shove Gargano because – because Triple H's first choice is locked up on the other side. Because if Adam Cole was available, it would be Adam Cole mm-hmm. and carrying Cross.
0: I can completely agree with you on that. If he had his, yeah, if he had his way, it'd be his entire takeover crowd. Yeah, you know. But uh, with that being said, we're gonna move on to our favorite segment of the week, Ray. Hmm. Give thanks being thankful. um right what's something you're thankful
1: for i'm thankful for apparently stealing your ideas and ruining the show <laughs>
0: <in> the show <laughs> that was one of the best comedy bits we've had in a while <laughs> like
1: I'm, I'm thankful for that no seriously um oh man um it's weird i as much as I hate this, I hate that I have to accept this. I'm thankful for being the old guy, the old dude. I'm going to try to bring this down. Like, I play basketball like once or twice a week. And I play with a lot of younger dudes. And I love them all dearly. I We don't have enough time for me to name them all. But Thomas, Tyler, Elijah, Etc. Y'all know who you are. M- Malik, like much love. And Sometimes I don't know why it's just something instinctive in me. I don't know if it's the big brother gene or some shit. I, I, I'm trying to figure it out and I never can get a solid answer. Anytime they like go through something or say something, it, I turn into this wise man. And I'm just like, no, it's not like that. And and like you're just this, I don't want to say mentor because that I, I, I don't think I'm that, but I'm just thankful to be that for them and for my two younger brothers, even though I think they're doing just fine without me. To be that that beacon, that beacon of like just just follow my lead, but don't do what I did. Just do the opposite and just just being that balance that they kind of need at this stage or phase or whatever you want to call it i know i've stumbled and bumbled through that but that's the best that i could do
0: (laughs) you'd be their beacon of advice yeah
1: to to sum it up in a wrestling reference let me let me be your wise man (laughs) there you go (laughs) let me essentially like be your heyman let me essentially just be your heyman fuck it (laughs) there you go
0: so there you go. That's what Ray does with his basketball buddies. Hello, guys. At the where you play at the YMCA?
1: Uh, Faith Builders. We used to play at the Y, but I don't have a membership anymore because it's a tad bit expensive. <laughs> Welcome. Plug the place you. Brought. Yeah, but, uh, Faith Builders. It's a old Mennonite middle school. It's like usually their quote unquote community night. That's where I've met pretty much a lot of my friends out here. Uh, through there. So shout out to everyone that goes there. Play every Thursday for a couple hours, so it's it's yeah. a nice break from reality.
0: Very nice, very <laughs> nice. Shout out to them.
1: No, but, uh, it's
0: things like that that fucking see so you get to know a little bit behind us, you know, behind the curtain. <laughs> things like that, right?
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes, so sometimes it's not a bad thing to let people behind behind the curtain. So sometimes it's not.
0: And uh with basketball talk and mm. you know, we have in production still.
1: Yeah. It's it's in the works. We're we're still figuring out the recipe.
0: Maybe we attack the glass with right hope, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. That could be coming on the horizon. And especially especially with the season starting in ironically a month, which is insane because it feels like the offseason just started. Yeah, okay. how <laughs> feels like it just started. It literally feels like the finals just ended, like, last month, and now we're coming back to it in the midst of football season, which everyone can just globs up, including myself. I'm slowly trying to get back into it, but then I just – I realized this is why I checked out, because <laughs> some of this stuff is just not entertaining. <laughs>
0: I can completely agree with you on that. 9%. Oh my goodness, that's great.
1: Hey, you know. But uh, to you, what are you thankful for, sir? I'm I'm hoping sleep is an option. Uh,
0: yeah we'll 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 knock that into this. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say thankful for growth. Um, growth is the word and can be used in so many different forms for so many different reasons. I'm thankful for growth this week because I've been able to adapt into an overnight worker. And I've been working overnights now for a while now. And I love when I can get sleep. We'll say that. (laughs) And grow to understand like more as an adult i guess i'll say that way being back out into the real world i guess we'll say since the uh, pandemic and be working like back full time type of, you know that whole gimmick it seems like almost now recently like life's actually fully been back to normal you know, you're seeing less and less masks on people. You're hearing less and less about this and
1: that. Yeah. It's
0: normal? You know what I'm trying to say?
1: A little bit, yeah. Or
0: at least around my area, I guess. It's, just... it's becoming less and less, like, just around. It's just, uh you know, a few far in between instead of it being, like, this big can. So, with everything like that, like I said, it's more about just uh just kind of growing and knowing you get what I'm trying to say on that, yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> knowing what you gotta do regardless and just learning a whole different lifestyle,
1: yeah. <sighs> Shout outs to those people who do the overnight, the night owl shifts. You are definitely a a different breed of animal. It takes a special set of tools to be able to do that and maintain what would be considered like a normal, regular life on a completely <laughs> different fucking schedule.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, oh. it's, it's something else for sure. Especially when you're full time. yeah. <laughs> And you're going you know five days a week, you know it's not fun, I mean of course, the money's all you know always a plus, but
1: yeah it makes it makes it tolerable, but it doesn't make up for everything,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right on that, and again i uh it's what we do in this whole circle of life though. To bring it all back into perspective. And uh that's just part of life to help us all get by. Money makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. And you know, like Popeye said, eat your spinach and just kind of say your prayers. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, with that being said, Ray, yeah. send them
1: home. All right, everyone. You can follow us on Twitter at the right hook pod using the hashtag the right hook. Or you can email us your questions or comments at RHR podcast one at gmail.com. And don't forget to go to manscaped.com and use the code right hook to get 20% off your order and free shipping on any purchase. Again, manscaped.com. Use the code right hook at checkout to get 20% off your order and free shipping on any purchase. And until next time, I'm right hook Ray.
0: I'm Tom Casadega.
1: We'll catch you guys next week.
0: ACS.